0: Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. It is Saturday, January 2nd, 2021. But at the time of this recording, well, it's not quite we're not quite there yet. Uh so just a heads up, this is a pre-recorded episode. So if something fucking drops like a bomb, you know, between now and the time that I scheduled this to publish, please don't blame me. It's, I'm not being insensitive. I just, you know, I was nucleated and I didn't have a chance to undo the scheduled podcast. So the title of this message <clears throat> is Why M1 Money Supply Cash is Skyrocketing Like No Time in History by Nave Dave, published Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Uh, this was on uh, Zero Hedge published this, but... It was originally published on the Great Recession blog. The following article is by David Haggith, and he calls himself Nave Dave. In my last Patreon post, which I eventually made available to everyone, I revealed a little-known at the time fact that M1 Cash Money Supply, the most liquid forms of cash, bills, checks, and basic savings account, had grown faster than any time in history. I showed that using a graph like the following, which is now brought up to the most current data. And here he has a graph, but unfortunately, you can't see the graph because I'm reading it to you. Um, so on the left, the value is billions of dollars, right? Your your vertical line, and it starts at a thousand and it goes up to seven thousand in billions of th- uh, dollars, right? M1. And at the bottom, we have the horizontal line, right? We have uh, uh, X and Y. How do I not remember what X is? X. X should be horizontal. On the X axis, going horizontal, we have the years 2008 to 2020. We're basically at the end of 2020. When you read this, it's going to be the beginning of 2021, or when you hear this. Um, So the the graph is plotted. Years, 2008 to to 2020 in a 12-year plotted graph against thousands of billions of dollars that's like beyond trillion like you got one billion dollars but like a thousand billion like what's more than a trillion because i don't even think i've ever gone beyond trillion and like trying to understand like is that quintillion like i don't fucking know and like i said i just hit record i i i, I, I don't you know i don't anticipate <laughs> having to define too many things uh, when I read these articles. But uh, here, so, this chart basically shows a steady uh, X, you know, X versus Y uh, uh, um, graph. It's just going up in a diagonal, going up in a diagonal in terms of the billions of dollars of M1 money sta- uh, stock. So we're started, I mentioned this in earliest th- earlier podcast, about th- three or four podcasts ago, about how the liquidity was injected into the United States economy and here this graph is beautiful it basically shows it depicts how that money you know it's just steady a steady growth steady state rate of growth up until 2020 and then you see almost a vertical line like it's going horizontal at a, you know at a 45 degree line right so we got our 90 degree angle our billions of dollars on the left side versus the time 2008 to 2020 in terms of years so along that line that line was at like a 45 degree angle just going straight up just straight in the middle right and in the beginning of 2020 it just went tick it looks like it's almost a a 75 trajectory until it's literally going straight up now and we've achieved by the end of 2020 seven thousand billions of dollars so we almost doubled the amount of money cash in the economy in a matter of months we went from 2008 to about 1500 billions of dollars it's a steady state of growth. We doubled that, so we went from two thousand eight to two. So it took eight years to double, the first time. From two thousand eight to two thousand sixteen, the way this chart goes, it took eight years for that amount of cash liquidity to get into the economy. Eight years, two thousand eight, two thousand sixteen. It went from fifteen hundred to about three thousand, and then from two thousand sixteen. To 2020 you got another four years the beginning of 2020 so we'll say another like three ish years right 2016 to the beginning of 2020 so we'll say it's like three ish so that started at 3,000 and it didn't quite double because it's only three years so it went up to just under 4,000 right we're at 4,000 beginning of 2020 and now 12 months later not even a frat like a third of the amount of time I mean not even uh, less than a third of the amount of time we've almost doubled we're almost at 700 billions 7,000 billions of dollars in a 12 months time this is just phenomenal to see this uh plain as day and I, and I apologize I'm I'm just like looking at the chart and I'm like wow uh you can check it out on uh, zero hedge um why M1 money supply cash skyrocketing no time in history or you can go directly to this guy's blog named Dave the Great Recession blog and, and I'll try to hit those blogs directly. I like Zero Hedge because I can get all these blogs like I don't go to individual blogs um, so it's nice to have and, and, and be exposed to these these things and then I can go but I, I, I prefer just to have it all like under one uh, website and I can get a little bit of everything. It's hard. It's hard. I don't have time to read all of these articles, but this is absolutely amazing, and stunning. And this is exactly the theme. This 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 just goes along. How like they doubled the cash money supply, and how did they do this? Okay, so I didn't really want to get too far off. I will I will probably print a copy when I publish this on Twitter. Uh, I'll just print a screenshot. And you could check it out for yourself and what this chart depicts and what this chart shows of the M1 money supply. The most, most liquid forms of cash, bills, checks, and basic savings account doubled in one year. Where it took eight years and then, you know, it would have taken probably another six to eight years to double. We did that in a fr- fraction of amount of time. We are so fucked. And how did this happen, right? So all this cash, where did this cash come from? We got the pandemic unemployment assistance. We got the uh, what that the PPP, the Paycheck Protection Act? We got the $1,200 uh, 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 dollars in 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 you know, checks, and then another $600 round to come. That's where all this money is coming from. That's why everything just exploded. Uh, yeah, the M1 money supply had grown faster than any time in history. So this guy has a Patreon and he made it available. That's pretty cool that he, he did this and he showed the data using the graph. I'm going to post the picture of the graph. I apologize. I'm just focusing on the graph. Um, I, I have not read this beforehand and sometimes when I open articles and I read shit and I'm reading them along with you, we're discovering this together. Uh, and I'm just blown away by this right now. But I should know that. But when you see things in black and white, you know, things are more tangible. You know, People say something to you, you're just like in one ear out the other but when you see it it's it's real uh to me at least when i see things in a chart or numbers or in equations it's just it's just more tangible to me i guess i don't know i i, I guess it just has more of an impact where you can visually see i'm a chart person what can i say so with part of december now in the picture fuck you can see what the hell happened here Damn you, computer! with parts of December now in the picture you can see the faintest hint at the top of the steep late late November climb that shows the climb may be rounding off I noted that is a massive amount of new cash money historically massive done almost covertly in the quickest burst ever yeah I I didn't even know until I looked at this chart honestly that's how much money they pumped into the system that's just whatever you know it it it's the, the these are all hall, hallmarks and uh you know we have to respect we have to respect these sentinel events for the warnings that they are um he says yeah it, 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 historically massive amount of new cash done almost covertly in the quickest burst ever and yet it did not even caused the stock market to blink well the stock market is at all-time highs so you know where a lot of the money went Uh, obviously and that that was going to be the second portion because you know all these people all these robin hood traders um but they're not just going into the stock market this gentleman should understand that you know a lot of it's going into bitcoin now obviously um so yeah the stock market's not it, it it has reached all-time highs. I'm not sure what he means by... It it didn't even cause the stock market to blink. Uh, But it definitely opened the floodgates. The graphs make it clear why inflation under the new regime could become a much more serious problem than the limp moves seen over all the years of the Great Recovery. The difference being how fast the Fed's QE, quantitative easing, is now converting into cash. And I asked... Why did such an enormous surge in money supply happen in the last two weeks of November with no financial articles being written about it and no statements from the Fed about it? That is true because if you do look at the chart you'll see that like it really ticks up uh towards the end of twenty uh sorry, towards the end of twenty twenty one, towards the end of November as he's saying. Uh you'll see in the chart what he's discussing here in terms of the last two weeks of November having to be a surge. What is going on behind the scenes at the Fed and or U.S. Treasury right now? And I promised I would look into it and get back to you on it. I think I may have found a couple of answers, so I'm getting back to you on that as promised. Okay. This could be due to Biden's promised termination of tax welfare to the rich. The first answer is my own surmising based on an article I just read about major tax planning moves that are happening now in anticipation of Joe Biden's promise finally to curtail the massive welfare to the rich that has gone on since the Reagan era as the core of Reaganomics Reaganomics, in the form that special tax cut they benefit from almost exclusively the special capital gains tax rate that is lower than tax on regular income As I've said many times on this site, the special cap gains tax rate more than any other cause is why we have such huge growth in disparity between the rich and the rest. I I, I don't know. This is the first time I'm reading this author. I don't know. I don't know if it's just that. He says it's more than any other cause. Okay, fair enough. Capital gains are where the top 10% make most of their money. Not on wages like the rest of the populace. Yet they pay a much lower rate on that kind of income earning than much of the middle class pays on their kind of income. I guess because they're traders, right? You know, I mean, how fuck? You know what? I would love to be in that position. I would love, I fucking slave away. And I'm not going to say it's right or it's wrong or they pay less taxes than I do. All I know is I busted my ass. And if you could hear our previous podcast and anybody who listens to me and understands and knows, knows what hard work is knows what hard work is, what I had to face personally, what my peers had to face personally, what healthcare workers still, frontline workers still have to face today, the type of bullshit you are grinding away. And this is what's like the middle class, right? You know, you, you, th- th- this is what it is. This is what we have to do. But well, why is that okay? That I have to pay a higher tax rate than somebody who's sitting at home trading. And again, I have nothing against somebody who's sitting at home trading. I wish I could be them. Now, as a trader versus somebody who's out there on the front lines working who should pay more tax who should pay less tax at the end of the day you know what i don't want to be paying taxes to anybody all right because it's our taxes it's our taxes if you're capital gains tax a personal income tax capital gains you're not sweating you off your brow you're fucking clicking click 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 or you got somebody doing that shit for you so you're really not doing anything Right. You just and if you're good and you trade for yourself, I mean, shit, you know, then you're doing something, you know, you're you're lucky or you could use you could use these little uh, what are they called? Not algo's. goes, these little these little uh, programs or signals. And there's so much shit out there that it's easy to make money. You probably don't even have to pay much attention. You don't have to sacrifice nearly as much to make money in capital gains than you would to be out there as a frontline worker. But it, that that's irrelevant. In terms of who should pay more taxes, then it, it it's, it's not really relevant. You know, oh is is it fair? Is it not fair? Just you know, if it's income tax, it's income tax. Why should it be more or less one versus the other? And I can't even be mad. I personally couldn't even be mad that they pay less in taxes than I would slaving away personally. Like I can't make an argument that they should be paying more than me, personally. Um, how, how, how can I, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think what should be clear and this, this is what the Biden administration be like, Oh, you know, uh, whatever they're going to, they're going to get rid of. Um, so there was a, 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 they, they capped, there was a cap on the capital gains tax rate. So now they're going to tax people more for their capital gains. Cause you know, this is, this is what it's all about at the end of the day. Now, like I said, the, the, the playing field is about to be leveled, right? So even the people who are upper echelon making money up there, I'm telling you, the people, I live in a mixed area, but there are areas north of me that these people, they're fucking old world money. Old world fucking money, man. And they have streets for driveways and all they got. Everybody has a fucking horse. They got farms and this shit has been in generation after generation, hundreds of years. Like these people got money and not getting taxed like crazy for their quote capital gains. But you know what, even them, even them. You got to think about it. You don't know. Oh, they're they're going to be taxed now, even higher. So they're not even going to be escaped the level playing field, right? Like I said in an earlier podcast, the level playing field, that we're all going to be brought to our knees. <laughs> you know, you have more than, you know, everybody's going to be equally poor broke ass motherfucker. At the end of the day, because the government, unless you're part of the government mafia, your ass is going to be a poor ass broke motherfucker. Unless you're on their team. Right? People think that they're closer to whatever. Royalty or upper class, or upper echelon. They're going to be humbled too. We're all going to be fucking I've been humbled already, so I can't say I'm going to be humbled. My ass has been humbled since the moment I was born into this prison planet. Since the moment I was born here. And I'll never try to be arrogant or, you know, think that I'm better. Like I said, oh, I should pay less taxes. No, it's not my place to say. At the end of the day, we shouldn't be paying to the parasitic government authorities. At the end of the day, you know, whether you're clicking a mouse and fucking making capital gains or I'm out there bleeding and sweating or getting exposed to some of the deadliest shit on the planet or being assaulted by coworkers or patients or families. You know, at the end of the day, I don't want to be paying jack shit. Of what I earned. To anybody but me. Because that is what I earned. Okay? It's not anybody's job to stick their hands in my pocket before I even see my fucking paycheck. And where does it go? These governmental authorities. Where do they send it? Over fucking seas. Right? Trump. Hey, Q Army. Hey, Q Army, people. What do you have to say about the fact that Trump signed away a trillion dollars? And most of your asses aren't even going to see a penny of it. And he sent it overseas. How do you feel, Q Army? Because I've had conversations with you guys. And you're acolytes. I I I would love to go on your social media pages and see what you have to say now. And I recorded a message for you motherfuckers. Alphabet Army. It's okay to believe. It's okay to believe. But you guys just took it to another fucking level. You really, really did. And you're all quiet now, right? Because you guys thought you fucking knew it all. No, your man was sold out too. your man was sold out too. he had no choice there are no saviors in politics no one is coming to save you q i told you this and i and i and i, I unpublished it but i published something called q won't save you months i think back in september man these people really thought that trump was gonna come and fucking save the day and i said yo q won't fucking save you and this is a perfect example a perfect example right here it's not gonna save anybody from what's about to transpire and so now i just got like really out of control about that um so the capital gains tax jesus why did i get so mad (laughs) because when it comes about money and people say i'm the type of person and and i really try to be mellow i really try to be mellow I, i i i'm a mix of puerto rican and irish and just don't fucking disrespect me don't don't steal from me you know th- those are my two like I'm about respect and, and you know the different things and cultures and stuff like that um Hispanic culture a lot of machismo like I had to fucking you hear the way I speak like I deal with men who think that they're smarter than women and and and, and you know people just automatically think because you're a Hispanic a female like you're not as them. and then a lot of arrogant motherfuckers in this world but you know what I was born with a gift and that's a fucked up gift because it set me apart from a lot a lot of people. It set me apart from my own people, my own cultures. Uh uh it, it's very difficult. So here And again, I'm I'm just going off, but see going back to heritage and what makes me heated, like I said, it's respect and don't fucking steal money from me. Um and it, it's really everybody should think that way. Uh, it, this is not groundbreaking information here. This isn't anything that should be a shock to people. Like, you work hard. Why why should you be capital gains taxed, income taxed, or anything? Like, think about it. What are they doing with your money? And everybody has their hand up your ass. I talked about this in an earlier podcast, the banking system. Like, what a ruse! Oh, you know, we'll hold your money for you, but we'll charge you for the privilege of using it. Like, who thought of that? Oh, we know who thought of it. But, again... So people aren't really aware. And now with Biden coming in and he's going to raise the capital gains tax threshold. And now, like I said, it's going to be a level playing field. And so let's go back to the money supply skyrocketing. And um, this gentleman named Dave says that it's the special cap cap gains tax rate. Is why we have such a huge growth in disparity between the rich and the rest. That's what he says. Capital gains... Uh, it, it, at the end of the day, there shouldn't be fucking anything skimmed off of anyone. Unless they want to contribute. Capital gains are where the top 10% make most of their money. I mean, because yeah, they're filthy rich, man. they don't. You don't need much price movement in the market when you've got millions and millions of dollars. Like, What do you need? It's just exponential you know, compound interest. I mean, it really, it's... It, it It just... You don't have to work anymore. Once you're over a certain threshold, and then, they, you know, okay, so they, they're gonna fucking tax you on that? And like, just leave them alone. Leave us all alone. Uh, top 10% make most of their money. The capital gains are where the top 10% make most of their money, not in wages like the rest of the population. Yeah, the rest of the population... What, 80% of us, we slave away. And that, that and that's what just made me just go nuts. Yet they pay a much lower rate on that kind of income earning than much of the middle class pays on their kind of in- income. Again, I'm not going into the fairness of one versus the other. I really have no say in that. Who should be paying more? None of us should be paying anything. That's my take on it. Biden has promised that he will end this obscene social welfare program. I, I love how this is so backwards, the way that social welfare... Okay. That has been deepening the social divide in this nation for decades. I, I don't think it only comes down to that. I I, I think it's wrong to blame it on that. Uh, I, I I maybe I don't know who the fuck do I what what what, what do I know? That prospect has the top ten percent and especially the one percent scrambling for cover, right? Because the Biden administration and a lot of these Democratic administrations thinks that they're gonna tax, they're gonna tax everybody into equality, and it's just so absurd. So we're we're going to we're going to level the playing field by taxing the rich more. And you know what? The playing field only gets leveled in the fact that the rich or more well off are going to be brought to their knees. Um it's it's not about raising up uh the lower uh how do you say middle class. Uh they're they're planning to cull a lot of those bottom feeders and um you know make a new broke-ass class uh, with with what's left at the bottom, the pit that they have left remaining. So rich Americans who fear higher taxes hurry to move money now. Rich Americans are rushing to make large transactions before the end of the month, trying to get ahead of any moves next year by President-elect Joe Biden and Democrats in Congress to raise taxes or close loopholes. Some advisors say that they're busier than ever in the last two weeks of 2020, especially with helping their clients transfer wealth to the next generation tax-free while they still can. Appraisers who are crucial for valuing assets used in these estate planning strategies have been inundated. It stands to reason that the richest of the rich, and even just the regular rich, are scared their overinflated lives will take a hit now that they see almost 40 years of tax welfare coming to an end. Tax welfare—I don't, I don't like that term. That's just okay. So the rich pay less taxes, and like, like I said, at the end of the day, it, it should just be equal across the board. Income, income—if you're going to tax income. Yeah, why should the poor people pay more income tax? It does seem kind of fucked up, but I, I, I'm against all of it. I, I don't, you know. Again, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, it should be yes, a level playing field. But they're they're using that as the backdoor trap to say, okay, we're just gonna, you know, it, it, why not just decrease ours and, and and level the playing field? Oh no, 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 no. Now now they're gonna pay the price. it's it's, it's just insidious. Obviously, there's more of them than they are. I'm sorry, more of us than they are of the the richer people. But it's just, again, the government is a parasitic virus, really. So um, the healthier part of the host, the financial healthier, is is eventually going to become, they're going to fall. They're going to fall to the spreading infection, let's just say. And um, yeah, no one's safe, man. No one is safe. And that makes sense. So it stands to reason that the richest of the rich and even just the regular rich are scared their overinflated lives will take a new hit now. So they are like never before scrambling to cover their assets, excuse me, convert their assets the process of selling assets now while the gains realized on those assets can still be taxed at a much lower rate is bound to raise a lot of interim cash as I noted in my Patreon post banks have been allowed to take money out of their reserve accounts as the Fed's reserve ratio was dropped for COVID this year that makes it easy for them to create more liquid cash to facilitate large financial transactions Newsmax notes that requests for property appraisals have quadrupled At one New York appraisal firm. Yeah, because the New York fucking property um, out here in the suburbs. Yo, people want out of New York City. And uh, the shit is skyrocketing out here. Like, even in my hood, I'm like, they're asking for some astronomical prices. And this shit happened in 2006, 7, 8, same thing happened out here. They are ramping up and they're melting up due to demand. Uh, and especially now, because New York City, people want the fuck out, so they're trying to come out where they think it's safe, safer, they're just coming to, like, a more rural hood. That's basically when they come to my neighborhood. But, um, <laughs> so, of course, you're gonna have appraisals quadrupling, and this, this happened 12 years ago, it's all cyclical, it's all fucking cyclical, man. And, uh, some of that, I would suggest, must be due to the new COVID migration, absolutely, that's- definitely driving a lot of it now, especially out of New York City. Some of it is due, according to Newsmax, to people selling investment properties in order to avoid higher capital gains taxes down the road. Yeah, there are people who own multiple properties. And again, there are a lot of business owners who, in my neighborhood, stayed in business long enough to sell their business. And that's a lot of business owners are fucking out here who still maintained through this uh, lockdown and didn't crumble. They're like, yo, they're out. I mean, I've had local bodegas, I go in, you know, friendly, and uh, a lot of store hands, uh, cha- you know, uh, keys changing hands, a lot of storefront changing names in, in my area. And a lot of these people who sold, they were in it for a while, and they were smart, they're smart, they're they're getting out, and they need to, they need to. I don't know if it's all about the taxes, but at the same time, it's like, you you, you see the trend. Um, The article notes that by late November, this is a guy who was, uh, let's see, selling No, requests for property appraisals and then people selling investment properties in order to avoid higher capital gains taxes down the road. The article notes that by late November, he had to start turning away clients. We physically can't handle all the year and deadlines at this point, Miller said. Uh, we started doing this, turning away the overflow of clients after the Thanksgiving holiday, and it's been extremely frustrating. Yeah, these people, you know, they want to do their appraisals. They want to get shit out of the way. Exactly the timing of the massive increase in the nation's cash 1M1 money supply. When he said, after the Thanksgiving holiday, it's been extremely frustrating. Yeah, right. The article notes that this rush into real estate sales, even after the COVID rush has surpassed many advisors. Biden planned to restore a little balance to the budget by taking away the social welfare to the rich, but the results suggested Biden may have had may have a difficult time fulfilling campaign promises to raise trillions of dollars in new revenue from the wealthy, but the rich are jumping ship in anticipation to avoid paying back some of the years of specially privileged tax cuts they almost exclusively have benefited from look we should all be benefiting from specially privileged tax cuts me just the same as you and like like again i i don't i don't a lot of people in my region who they get tremendous ta- they get more tax cuts than me and not because a they had capital gains or b because you know they worked hard and they had like income within certain thresholds it's only because c they um are just pumping kids out and not having the means to support them, so they get their tax cuts. Like the, the 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 single mothers. I mean, when it comes to taxes, and I've known a few single mothers, and they they do very well. They do they do better than the rest of us. So, um, you know, it's all a matter of how would you say? Well, you know. It, we're all being taxed, but the ones who don't really get hit hard are the ones who are illegitimately pumping out children or wards that they cannot support uh, and that's how the anticip uh, I'm sorry this upcoming administration and past uh, w- w- you could say democratic administrations this is this is how they reward people in the society uh the people had the higher tax credits the ones who were basically you know uneducated or or or, or not working or uh uh you know all the government benefits for just being illegitimate like having children uh, it, 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 this is what they reward and and there's no guarantee uh this this helps this, you know it, you give them more money so that hopefully it would help the situation and, and allow for um, upward e- economic mobility of these you know the demographics of these people within these populations who receive these types of benefits, but a lot of times it just and that's social welfare. That's to me that's more. What did he say? Social welfare. Um, what did he call it? Uh, middle class. You know when when you're giving people welfare benefits for the sake of nothing that's more social welfare to me than somebody who's earned you know uh, or, or who, who pays less taxes and capital gains I, I just think it's it's the wording of the author um, in regards to this article and uh, alright so let me continue I was I was trying to find the exact term that he was using and I'm scanning the article while I'm reading I'm sorry, I was getting while I'm trying to speak to you, and I can't find I think it's social well yes, social welfare i i i I fail to see how a capital gains tax cap is considered social welfare or oh, to the rich okay um, and social welfare welfare benefits not uh, again, I'm just getting stuck on his use of that term. Um, I I, I find the latter more abhorrent than the former, uh, the one we're discussing here, but let me not get too far. The result suggests that, okay, sorry about that, naturally, the running of the rich is going to create some large temporary piles of cash as money moves from one kind of asset into whatever the rich are planning to do with all this money. Well, I mean the old money rich that are gonna sit on it. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who gives a fuck? They can give it to me. I mean like the you know, if you don't need it, I'd be more than happy to put it to use for you. Um whatever, you let me know. You let me know what you need. i i I, I can help you out. You got money, you need something to do with it. I I'll have Look, I'll take care of it for you. So this is, I I have plenty of ideas. Plenty of ideas. So don't you sit there and fret about what you need to do about that cash. You just give me a call. Um, yeah so the large temporary piles of cash the running of the rich is going to create some large temporary piles of cash as money moves from one kind of asset into whatever the rich are planning to do with all this money and I told you rich people what you could do with your money maybe give it to their entitled children you could adopt me I'm a child I'm a foster child before the real estate taxes rise again You could donate to me. A major tax gift the aging Trump gave to his kids. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You want to give a gift to me? I'll give a gift to you. The Biden administration could also try to close the many loopholes that make the U.S. estate and gift tax easy to avoid. I can see a situation where the Treasury issues regulations that make it more difficult to do effective estate planning. The 2017 Republican tax law signed by President Donald Trump doubled the amount the wealthy could pass to heirs without paying the estate and gift tax, and that's another thing. Like, you know what? These people were already taxed. Like, you know, whatever they earned and they're passing on to their kid, they were already taxed. So how the fuck are they taxing again? Because they want to pass it on to their children. It's just fucked up. See, this is the common theme that they have their hand. They have their hands up. Your and my and our asses to get to our pockets. That's basically how it goes down. Like, we can't even feed ourselves before they're ready to dig it out of our buttholes. And, and, and I, I'm sorry, that's just how I see it. That's how I feel. That's how I feel they're doing us so dirty that I have to describe it such as that because it's such a blatant violation. And, and is there anything more violating than somebody sticking their fist up your ass for like money? This, this right here, this is a perfect example. You can't pass, you can't pass a gift to your heirs. You can't die in peace without knowing the government has the, has a piece of your money a second time before it even gets to your kids. <sighs> people, and people just go along. This is no surprise that this coronavirus virus shit is happening. It's just, it's just, it's ludicrous to me, and 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 we're all. You know there are masters, there are leaders, there are governors, and they fucking mock the shit out of us. While they send that money overseas, and now they forced your hand, they forced our hand, they shut us down, they're telling us how we gotta live, all for the privilege of them sticking their fists and their fingers up our asses, right? And and they still—it's like we're like little puppets and 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 that's that that's how they 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 get us to 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 move and and navigate through life with their fists up our asses and uh <laughs> the main reason for rich taxpayers to make moves by december thirty first <laughs> is the threat that tax changes under Biden could be retroactive to the beginning of twenty twenty one yeah yeah biden. It's just going to make us all pay. The article also notes a big rise in the rate at which the rich are trying to sell businesses as assets as well as other investments. I just mentioned that. So it is not just a move to sell expensive real estate, but any kind of asset on which they would see gains. So the rich are rushing to cash out. Though the article mentions nothing about the biggest rise in the history, in nation's history, in the supply of the most liquid forms of cash, I suspect the rush of the rich to cash, cash out assets now has something to do with the rapid rise in cash balances. In that case, it may just be temporary or as other assets become purchased with the gains down the road. Yeah, I mean, people, like you said, there's going to be massive piles of cash until people figure out like where's the safest place to put this? Gold, silver assets, food, stockpiling, like, they don't want to have anything on the books. They don't want real estate. Um, you know, they're, 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 they're they're selling their businesses because they know what's up. I mean, a lot of people who are, you know, they know what's up. They're like, oh, I'm out of here. Um, so then they say, okay, I have this cash. But people who are aware, okay, I have this cash. But this, this cash is moving, losing money quickly. It's disintegrating. I have to put it into something. I have to shift it somewhere. I have to move it somewhere safe. So, um, yeah, where is that safe place? And so I'm, this is second so we're gonna discuss that on the third. So uh, I apologize for th- this message being a little bit long, but I'm trying to record everything ahead of time. Blah blah. So where are the rich gonna put their their money? And uh, if anybody who listens to me is rich, you could I could tell you exactly where you could put it. Um, there is reason to think some could remain in cash form. When the rich cash out, those that are charitably inclined send some of that cash to charities, especially now when tax deductions for such gifts can be applied 100% as an offset to income. There's still time, people. That is money that often goes into operating accounts of thousands of different charitable institutions and so straight into the mainstream economy. If it continues to be held in M1 cash form, then being easier to spend and move down the road... It could create the kind of inflation I warned about where there is too much cash money chasing too few goods at the time of COVID shortages. We will have to remain vigilant to see. It, it's a matter of how the cash circulates. Money creates pl- price inflation where the money circulates. If it stays in financial circuit circles, there still will not be much inflation outside of financial circles. But if it goes in nearly gifts... In early gifts to rich kids, in lieu of, of inheritance to rich kids who elite choose to spend it all on fancy vacations after COVID settled down, and petty toys, then it moves into the mainstream economy and can create high inflation if people start having more dollars than there are goods to buy in a time when the recent COVID Scrooge was has bogged down production and transportation. It's time to be vigilant. It may also be a time to forbear. Another article I read this week dove into its own explanation for the rapid rise in cash. And it makes sense to me that this, too, is part of the reason. And it raises the same concerns about the prospects for hyperinflation. The amount of dollars in checking accounts in the U.S. banking system exploded 25% from November 16th to 30th, the fastest rate in history, including the immediate post-COVID-19 printing bonanza. The money, an unbelievable $1.3 trillion, came from savings accounts interesting. Well, a lot of people got their lump sums of their, and I'm not saying this is when they got it, but a lot of people had to wait a long time for their unemployment benefits. And when they finally did get their unemployment benefits, it was, you know, they have a pretty big lump sum. So I'm not sure if that's part of it as well. Um, By savings accounts, the author must mean that certificates of deposit and other term deposits, because ordinary savings are part of M1. Oh, okay. Immediately liquid cash. Okay, I read another article that said that money was moving from M2 to M1. That doesn't make any sense because M2 is all forms of cash, including M1. So money cannot move from M2 to M1 because M1 is part of M2. The difference is that M2 is simply broader so that it includes less liquid forms of cash, such as CDs, which you can cash out immediately, but on which you pay a small penalty if you do. M2 is a broader money classification than M1 because it includes assets that are highly liquid but are not cash. A consumer or business typically doesn't use savings deposits or and other non-M1 components of M2 when making purchases or paying bills, but it can convert them to cash in relatively short order. The author of the Seeking Alpha article also notes, the transfer coincides with the expiration of most mortgage forbearance plans. Okay. The author suggests the money is moving from savings, I believe he means term savings, to checking to to start making way for sudden massive payments of rent and mortgage that have been postponed under forbearance. Forbearance was set to wind up at the end of the year, unless extended in a new COVID aid act. As we just saw last week, it is no, it is not No given such an extension will happen, though it seems ultimately likely the federal government will not let people still in the throes of COVID unemployment that was forced upon them also be forced out of their homes or forced to release all of their limited security to paying these backlogged payments off. It appears Trump is deploying a, quote, pocket veto to the CARES Act 2 where no legislation is veto proof because the president can stop legislation from becoming law without any possibility of a veto veto override vote. By just not responding to it during the time of a congressional adjournment, as typically happens from now to New Year's, and then after New Year's, as Congress closes for the next elected Congress to begin, if president po- if the president pockets the legislation and officially doesn't veto it for ten days while Congress is adjourned, the l- legislation is automatically vetoed for good. Just the way the Constitution works. The point in the second in this second article is that. A, uncertainty about whether forbearance will be extended into 2021 may have some people scrambling to cash out any longer-term deposits they were retaining for security in such uncertain times in order to be ready to pay their back payments and mortgages and rent. Could be. I don't think the author proves this point, but it makes some plausible sense. That would also be a potential inflation uh, problem as large amounts of the Original CARES money may have gone into investments and term deposits and other investments, per the first part of this article, and term deposits may be cashing out now. If forbearance is not continued, then the, then that cash in the banks will all suddenly dump into the mainstream economy as it pays rents. Checking deposits are used for payment, savings deposits for investment, suggesting more spending and less investment, meaning stag- stagflation is about to pick up in a big way. The author writes like someone who makes money buying and selling gold and concludes that hoarding gold is what you need to do. Maybe, but the stagflation he warns of is not a given. It will still depend on whether forbearance ends and whether rent and mortgage back payments are really why much more money suddenly being held in its most liquid form. To prove that the increase in M1 money supply is coming out of term savings, the author posts this graph. So this is another graph. I'm not getting into that one. What I see in this graph is that non-M1 component of M2, in other words, the, the term savings component, shot up early in the year under the CARES Act and now has fallen by enough to account for the sudden rise of M1 component. So maybe he is right, but that does not establish whether the move is due to people preparing for the end of forbearance. It could be for any other number of reasons. The basis for that reason is Timing. Um, And he talks about the end of the chart. This this article is a little longer than I expected it to be. Uh, Okay, so from there he goes on to make his conclusion that the timing means people are getting ready for the end of forbearance. He may be right, just as the timing may easily indicate people are exchanging assets, assets and freeing up cash to facilitate sudden December moves to get ready for tax changes. Either reason has a rational plausibility, but we don't know. It may be both. All right, so then... The third explanation, I'm winding up here, thank you for staying with me, Santa's sleigh ride. The third explanation is is the classic market fail. At big market tops, the rich, quote, smart money, in quotes, sell into the strength of the irrationally euphoric rally, causing the rally to dwindle, but not at a rate that causes the market to crash. They just cash out to the retail crowd. That could be the explanation for the huge cash build. It has to start early to give the rich time to sell to the sucker crowd without crashing the value of their own stocks. Some refer to this as distribution at the top where the retail crowd has become so irrational that the smart money sees the end must be near as all sense has been lost. The retail investors become the final round of suckers to buy in high so they take all the losses as the, quote, small smart money runs for the exits, even though the market is soaring on irrational exuberance, kind of like a Ponzi scheme. Thus, the market may float up lightly for the next week or so because of the usual Santa Claus rally timing out right on top of the investor retail euphoria and right on time with the new government stimulus approval and then come down hard sometime in January, as happened in December 15th through January 2016, and again in December 2017 through January-February 2018. Only this January's polar bear plunge could be bigger than either of those because there is way more froth in the market. In this scenario, the cash pileup is explained as follows. The rich are selling into the massive strength of this rally, turning now into a weaker rally, and are keeping their money in cash to pay taxes on their gains, but mostly so that, after the big plunge, they are ready to snap up bargains. And this is the last paragraph here. No conclusion. So there you have it. Three possible solid explanations for the sudden and historical, historically massive rise in M1 the most liquid kind of cash. The good news then is that the first two explanations would have nothing to do with something breaking. A concern I expressed in my Patreon post, but they still leave the possibilities of high inflation that I financially finally stated started started warning about this year, particularly in my Patreon post as something we need to watch out for because COVID situation is much different than when the banks were clearly solely pumping money into assets. It will depend on what shores this tidal wave of cash now flows onto. The last reason, if it is the right explanation of the cash pileup, could mean big trouble right ahead. It means Santa could have claws at the end of a grand sleigh ride, sleigh in quotes, not sleigh, S-L-A-Y, grand sleigh ride into the sky for stock investors. If stocks turn out to be some of the assets that are being sold off to realize gains, now before any possible tax changes or if the rich are clearing out by selling to the sucker crowd. And I think that's definitely gonna happen, like, soon, soon, soon. Could even be happening with Bitcoin now. I mean, you know It, it always fucking happens. There's there's always the bag holders suckers, right? Because, I mean, they wouldn't be rich if they didn't know how to make suckers out of all of us. Uh Alright, stay with me, stay with me. So, um, yeah, the rich could be clearing out by selling to the sucker crowd, and uh, keep an eye out for where inflation is happening, and I will too. You know it's going to happen at the store. You know it's going to happen at the grocery store, no doubt. Um, we know it has been happening in housing and home and construction materials. That, however, may just be a COVID migrational my, my anomaly that proves short-lived, given that the housing market took a huge drop in November after several months of huge rises. All right, so we will see we will see what happens lots of money a tremendous amount of exponential amount of money has been uh double in in one year than uh than all, all all time all-time highs man and um yeah that could be good that could be bad that's really it all depends on where that money lands so uh but it, it, it's coming out and it's in for a reason and i had no idea this message was this fucking long i'm gonna have to edit this shit all right thank you thank you for listening